Welcome back to Two Feral Idiots. I'm Steph. And I'm Carly. And this week, um, I decided to go with what I said on last week's episode, and I am going to do um, horrible managers, bosses, that sort of thing, which is kind of our... Me and Carly went through a traumatic event with a with a manager <laughs> this past week. Um, but we're not free. The manager, not the manager we've talked about before. We still love Amanda. Amanda's the best manager we've ever had. But it was the manager after Amanda that we both went through a traumatic event with. <laughs> yeah. So I decided that we're going to do uh, horrible managers, horrible bosses, horrible people who empower who shouldn't be stories. I love it. I'm ready. It's going to be absolutely wonderfully awesome. But I do have to say, (laughs) so I got a text message this week. Last week, a lot of you heard me call out my friend Bethany for having horrible first dates. Well, through the grapevine, she had one of her people that she's gone on a date with these this guy she did not have a horrible date with she actually had a very nice time with him um he saw her post about the podcast and so he's listened to us well he would listen to us on yesterday's episode that dropped for the first door states and he heard me call her ass out Yeah. So, um, sir, I don't know your uh, your real first name, but thanks for listening to us. Yeah, you're thanks. very kind. <laughs> so, I think actually, I think it's on here. Hold on, she sent me a screenshot of the text. I'm outing Be- Bethany so hard, and I am so sorry, Bethany. Um, I th- it's either pronounced Jamil or Jamal. J e m a e l. I think it's Jamal. Anyways, anyways, thanks for listening, sir. We greatly appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) And for calling Bethany out, too, because that was pretty funny. It was. That was great. Um, (laughs) All right, so into the story. So most of mine came from Ask Reddit. And the question was, Sirius, what is your worst horrible boss story? I used to work in high pressure sales. Once a week, the director would come in and give everyone and to get everyone energized. He brought in monster drinks. She would leave them in her office for salespeople to have. Now I liked the director. She was nice and professional. My manager, on the other hand, was a piece of a piece of fucking shit dirtbag. I got tired of drinking energy drinks, so I decided not to participate this one week. My boss came to me and said, "You didn't get a monster. You know Wendy. Let's call her Wendy." bought these for the entire division i said i was aware but aware of that but i didn't want one he came up to me and said listen go into that office and get one right now i was so stunned that i didn't even know what to do so i got up grabbed a can walked back to my desk and just left it sitting there he came back and asked why i didn't drink it i told him i didn't want to have one because my body doesn't do well with so much caffeine he asked me to walk into his office now, I wasn't the best at the job. In fact, I hated it. He stated to me that my lack of energy is extremely distracting to him, not the team, him, and that it shows my and that it shows in my performance. He ended with, "If you keep this up, we may have to let you go." 
All I said was Tim was like, okay, well, that's unfortunate, but I will not drink something that takes a toll on my body. Lo and behold, I ended up getting fired. I enjoyed the two weeks of unemployment until I got a call back from the same company. They wanted to hire me for a different position. Not sales, no interview, and a higher pay. I took it and loved it. Since moved on to a better opportunity. Now my ex-boss, he ended up being terminated for drug use, cocaine, and meth. He actually had the audacity to request me on Facebook, request me to be a friend on Facebook. I didn't accept. But I heard from prior sales coworkers he was asking for money. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a crazy reason to fire someone. Because they didn't want an energy drink? Listen, I like energy drinks every once in a while, but some mm-hmm. days I just can't do it. They make me feel like shit. They make me nauseous sometimes. They make me super jittery occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. And like they're my- just not good for you, really. I mean. Truly. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow yeah yikes <laughs> another one was who was the worst boss who was your worst boss and what was the worst thing about them hmm. uh, this one oops sorry guys i forgot to damn stephanie put, put my phone on silent i'm bad messing at messing up the recording it's fine uh, i'm <laughs> I'm bad at stuff. What can I tell you? <laughs> oh, I got nothing. I'm just bad at stuff. Um, so this one's an interesting one. The person's response to was, ha, depends on how you define bad. One, pretty good boss, but he did beat and stab his wife to death and ditch the evidence in the dumpster at work. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Two, Boss fired three of us for refusing to do an improper entry so he could get a to get his bonus for a qu- for the quarter. Number three, boss got caught trying to cook the books on a division of the company so his company could buy it, and he threatened to kill everyone. Four, micromanager boss announced at two a.m. before go live that morning that all reports needed changing because she wanted a period after something that wasn't a sentence she also made me work through a fire alarm i think she got in trouble for that five boss changed my job description and duties 100 percent with no training to try and make me quit so they could deny unemployment that one made me cry every day before work it was brutal wow <laughs> Someone comments on that saying, when the list starts with he killed his wife and you're pretty sure that's the worst, but it turns out that in fact, he's the best of the lot. Damn. Sorry, dude. (laughs) He, the OP replies with dude was a pleasant guy. Pretty fun boss. I guess his personal life just sucked. Oh, and he was, and he was having an affair. I was the only one that would still report to him when he got out got out on bail he wasn't he wasn't he i can't believe they worded this this way quote he wasn't fucking me and i had no reason to kill me (laughs) and he had a lot of knowledge that i was trying to learn about web development and they put parentheses this was around 1997 so it was all still new (laughs) he wasn't trying to kill me so it's fine i i mean i guess yeah I guess that's how that works. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
He wasn't trying. He wasn't fucking me or trying to kill me. I mean, if that if those were the only stipulations to what he did, then you're in the clear. True. True. I started a job at a cafe. Unfortunately, three weeks in, I got a really bad cold and informed my boss. I messaged my coworkers asking if they could cover me. I really didn't feel comfortable working while I was coughing and sneezing constantly. I got my shift covered at the last minute. Then two weeks later, my partner's 76-year-old mom got extremely sick and ended up in the hospital unexpectedly. She made it and is going strong today. I called in my boss and told him the news around 9 p.m. while sobbing, and he had the nerve to say when he... When he goes home, he's off the clock and he doesn't want to be bothered. I told him I was sorry the phone my phone had died and I didn't have anyone else's phone number. I got off I got his off the cafe's Facebook. He called me in a few days he called me a few days later and told me I should be in a position where I need to be less emotional and get through work. We are a team. Fuck you, Mark. I hope your business goes down in flames. We are a team. You need to be less emotional. just like we were told that we're too icy and that we are teen yeah oh god i don't know what's worse the we're a team or the typical toxic one of we're a family yeah those equally sound just as bad those are both so toxic listen if you ever go for this is just a public service announcement if you ever go to a job interview and in the interview, the manager says, we are like a family. Do not accept that job, even mm-hmm. if you're desperate. Even if you're desperate. No. Because those are the words of a team that does not work well together. They argue like family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn. We're a team. <clears throat> I worked in a kitchen at a retirement home. I was the I was the morning cook and became good friends with the night cook before he got promoted to head chef. I even attended his wedding with my partner and overall had a good time. Shortly after he got promoted, he started to get more and more lazy. I'd have to stay later in the day to make sure all the orders were put a, were put away. He'd sit outside and smoke for an hour at a time. I put up with it for a few months. When I told him my partner was pregnant and my son was due in July, All he said was, oh man, that better not fuck up my birthday weekend. Fast forward to my my partner went into labor at 4.30 a.m. Called my boss and told him I wouldn't make it to work seeing as my son is being born. He called me back at 5.30 asking me if my son was born yet. And when I told him no, he asked if I could come in for a few hours while we waited. When I told him no, he had a hissy fit over the phone and hung up. On my first day back, he brought it brought me to his office and wrote me up for missing wrote me up for missing shifts. I quit and thankfully got a new job right away. But it took him three months to give me my vacation pay, and he only did when I he only did so when I went to la- the labor board. I was literally about to say I would have quit as soon as he called at five thirty and asked if I could come in. I'd be like, I quit. Right. Are you fucking joking? My wife is having a baby. Fuck, if if Lee's cheap at the time would have called and asked him to come in for a shift while I was in labor, I would have taken the phone and told him to fuck off. Right. Well, and here's the thing. You, you don't know exactly when the baby's going to come. So what if he left 
what if as soon as he got down to his car, she had right. the baby? Right. It was time to push as soon as he like as soon as he got to the elevator. Yeah. Hey, that shit happens fast. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yep. The audacity of some people. The absolute audacity. The absolute audacity. I actually remember seeing was it on TikTok? No, I think it was before TikTok. It had to have been before TikTok. I don't remember where I saw it, but this lady was pregnant and had her baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her, um, oh, I can't remember the full details, but her baby was, I think, in the NICU and she didn't get any sort of maternity leave. Like, they would not approve six weeks off. Even like her, they said, no, they told her she's not allowed to have any time off. Like if she doesn't come back the next day after having the baby, she'll be fired. And she went back. And everybody was asking her why she's th- why, why she was there. And she said, my time off wasn't approved. Like I, I have to come in. I don't have a choice. I have to, I have to pay for stuff. So like as soon as she was discharged from the hospital, she had to go back to work the next day. Is that legal? No, I didn't think no. so. No, it's nowhere near legal. Because especially especially for a medical reason, when you have a doctor's, you should have a doctor's note saying mm-hmm. that she is to be off for six weeks. Because when, even if you have your baby, no meds, nothing, when you physically push a child out of you, no, how, no matter how a child exits your body, it is considered a surgery. So you automatically get that time to recover. And legally, businesses in the United States have to give you time off to recover. It does not have to be paid. They do not have to pay you. That is not required. But they legally, if you have the paperwork in place for FMLA and you have the the physician, the note from a medical personnel, whether that's a doula, a midwife, a physician, you have the note saying yes she had a baby they have to give you the time off and hold your job for you i feel like people assume that the point of it is to like spend time with your new baby which yeah that's great but also like you said it's considered a surgery your Mm -hmm. body has to heal after after i had zoe i felt like i got hit by a mack truck Mm-hmm. Like, I legitimately felt like I got hit by a goddamn bus. It was terrible. Um, I was down for the count, exhausted all the time, probably for the f- first four weeks of her life. Right. It, it was it was terrible. I could not imagine going back to work. No. After I had Alice, I was, I was okay in the first, and within two weeks, I was okay. But that was my second baby. Mm-hmm. And they're only 20 months apart. So it's not like my body was like, they say that you should not even start trying for another baby until your first child is 18 months. Mm. I didn't do that. Zoe had just turned one in July and I was pregnant in August. (laughs) Well, you know, close enough, right? It's close. It's pretty close. I think so. Could have been worse. I mean, there's some people who get pregnant like six weeks later. So yeah. 
fuck that shit. Yeah. I don't even have kids, and that's a no-go for me. Here's my thing. I didn't even want Lee to look at me. <laughs> Wrong. Like, I did not want him to look at me. I didn't want to make him to make sexual comments to me. I wanted none of it. Right. After both girls. Right. Yeah, like, I... They did not sound appealing to me. Did not sound like a good time. Terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Mm. So, yeah, she... I'm pretty sure by, like, the end of the series that she had posted that she ended up being able to sue the company for um, forcing her to come in. And she got a lot of money. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. I felt so bad for her because she was a single mom on top of all of that. And you're technically, you're not supposed to drive two weeks after having, for two weeks after having a baby. You're not supposed to drive anywhere. Someone's supposed to drive you if it's possible. So the fact that she's also being forced to go into work, even though she's not even supposed to be driving, Mm -hmm. is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I worked for a veterinary hospital for three years, and it didn't matter how sick someone was, you had to go in. If someone called out sick, the rest of the employees would just badmouth them. I worked Sundays 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., and they were open just for emergencies. I was the only receptionist on Sundays, and I had to go in once ev- once with severe vertigo because I knew I'd never hear the end of it if I didn't show up. I was never late. I was never too sick, to- I- and I never took a sick day. Also, I also was the only one who covered it for others when they couldn't work. One day, my bosses called me into the office to tell me they were taking away my eight-hour Monday shift and giving it to the receptionist who had been there a long time because she, quote, needs the extra money. I quit on the spot, and they were so nasty and mean to me for no reason at all. That's toxic. That's really fucking toxic. Yeah. Took away her eight-hour, someone else's eight-hour shift. Because, quote, somebody else needs it for more money. Maybe you should pay your people more. Maybe. Just a thought. Maybe you should also tell your other employees they are not to badmouth other employees for calling out sick. If they're sick, they're sick. Right. It's not your business to have. Mm -mm. There's nothing you can do about it. If you're sick, you're sick. That's it. Fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. My boss attempted to reprimand me through a hateful email about being unprofessional and threatened to extend my, quote, yearly probationary period a month before it expired. I had to miss work when my two young daughters were sick and being tested for COVID. It was the height of the pandemic. I work for a prison and it was literally not allowed to go to work per our COVID policies until they had negative test results. I pointed this out to him. He immediately apologized and backtracked. Fucking asshole. So, height of the pandemic, your kids are being tested for COVID, and you're being reprimanded because you're not at work, even though you're following policy. Wow. Because here's my thing. Let's say that boss didn't know that the kids were being tested for COVID, that she was just out. Mm -hmm. Why... Wouldn't you call her or email her and say, hey, just wanted to check in. Notice you've been out. Um, 
everything okay? What's going on? And when she were to reply, like, yeah, my kids are being tested for COVID. And I know our policies say I can't come in. Then, you know, don't automatically jump in reprimanding. Mm -hmm. Jump in yelling, making assumptions. Because you are the one. I know the saying is, if you make an assuming we'll make an asshole out of you and me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that saying. I believe that when you make an assumption, you're the only one that looks like an asshole. I don't look like an asshole. You look like an asshole. Right. I agree. So, I mean, again, assuming we ran into this issue with a manager earlier this week. She made an assumption about something. Now she looks like the dickhead, not us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, and if this manager was questioning it, I'm sure HR knows why she's out. Right. Reach out to HR. Be right. Like, hey, have you heard from so-and-so? Do you know what's going on and why they're out? Right. Or another supervisor? Yeah. Like, Don't hey. jump the gun. Right. Wow. But good on them for having a policy like that, because a lot of places didn't during COVID. They just were like, you have to be here. Right. Unless you're test positive, you have to be here. Yep. For months, I had informed my supervisor of my grandfather's health conditions. So so the news of him passing away shouldn't, shouldn't have been a big surprise. I asked for the next few days off to help with, my, help with the arrangements and to be with my family. My supervisor said, quote, why? They're not burying him tomorrow. I responded, uncharacteristically calm. It doesn't matter if he's being buried tomorrow or not. My family needs me. Thankfully, I'm no longer with that job. I do regret not reporting my supervisor, but I have a feeling it wouldn't have gone, wouldn't have done any good anyways. Wow. Ooh. Ah, ooh. See, mm. I, at my previous job while I was working there, my grandfather passed away. And it was right after COVID. And my manager and I were close, so we were like, okay, like, this is what's going on today. This is happening. And one day I came in and told her we were we were splitting our shifts, so she opened, and then I was going to close. And I was like, hey, um, my dad and my mom are up to Michigan right now. They're going to take him off the vent um, and see what happens. And she was like, do you want to leave? Like, do you need to be here? Are are you good? I was like, I'm I'm okay. Like I can't go because it's during COVID. There's only so many people can be there. I was like, mm-hmm. so I'm either gonna sit at home and wait, or I can at least be here and do something. And my mom texted her on their way down and let her know that he had passed, and she sent me home. <laughs> she did not care that I was supposed to close. Like she literally worked a ten hour day for me that day and was like just. She didn't tell me. She just was like, hey, I think you should head home and just be there when your parents get home. That's how that should go. That's That's how that should go. Yeah. Yeah. Not fucking, well, they're not burying him tomorrow. Yeah. How insensitive. Right. Right. Because here's here's the thing. This is what a lot of managers that are on power trips need to understand. This is just a job. There's other mm-hmm. jobs out there. Okay. Yep. You need me more than I need you. Yeah. Okay. If you want to just fill my fill the seat with a body, fine. 
Mm-hmm. I will exit the premises and you can fill that seat with a body and pray they can do my job just as well as I can. And if they can, cool. If they can't, well, sucks to be you. Should have thought about that. Yeah. But it's just a job. I can find another job. Will it be as good of a job? Maybe, maybe not. Will it be as clean of a job? Maybe, maybe not. But I can find another job. Yeah. I don't have to put up with a shit situation. Nope. And I don't put up with a shit situation. I will exit the situation before I put up with it every single time. Yep. That's it's just, it, That's exactly what that quote I posted on Facebook was yesterday. Yeah, it was let's about read that. that. I was going to read say, that quote. Where is let's it? Let's pull up that quote for that Miss Carly posted yesterday. Yes. Please please read it. I'm going to Never fear leaving a toxic environment. Be true and caring to yourself. Trust there is peace and positivity out there. Uh, Brendan Bukerd, I believe is how it's pronounced. Yep. And I know... And I know for a lot of people it's easier said than done to leave mm-hmm. a job. I get that. I am in the fortunate situation where if I was going to be jobless for longer period of time than I would to be expected... My husband is able to have my back. Will be bills be tight? Yes. But I'm still able to, if I have to leave a job without having a backup, I have the capability. Not mm-hmm. everybody gets that capability. Like my friend Kayla, when she was a single mom, she had to have a backup plan before she just left a toxic work environment because mm-hmm. she has a kid to take care of. She has bills to pay. So I get that. But for everyone that's listening who's in a toxic work environment, start looking elsewhere. There are better opportunities out there. There are managers that care. We have talked about um, Amanda on several occasions. She was our manager. She she was an absolute gem. And then mm-hmm. her boss, Sarah, was an absolute gem. Mm-hmm. They cared about people. There are so many other bosses out there like that. My former boss, Amy absolutely amazing if you needed to be off she let you be off if you had to leave early they they just are are amazing they're absolutely positively amazing bosses out there and there are better opportunities out there don't stay in a toxic work environment because you feel like you have to because you Mm -hmm. don't there are true managers and bosses out there who actually give a shit about their people i promise you yep yep and i think that like your generation and my generation and a little younger that are in the workforce get a lot of hate because when you look at our resumes most of us have multiple places yes but the difference is with our generations we don't take the toxicity we don't handle the negativity we're willing to leave and find something better Right. There are so many times I've hear like the older generation, so it'd be like the boomers, like around mm-hmm. that generation, make the statement, nobody wants to work anymore. No. Everybody wants, well, truly nobody truly wants to work. Let's be real. Right. Nobody <laughs> actually wants to work. Everybody just wants to live life and be happy. But yeah. the statement saying nobody wants to work anymore is not true. We want to mm-hmm. work, but we want to work and be appreciated. We want to work yes. and 
feel the satisfaction of having a good day at the end of our shift, like we accomplished something. And mm-hmm. if you have a micromanager, a shitty boss, um, uh, let me take out shitty boss, a micromanager or a, bo- a boss that doesn't show up themselves or if you have a boss who bosses instead of a leader who leads, yes. that's the difference. That yes. is the difference. When we're at a job, we don't want a boss. We don't want someone bossing around. We need someone to lead us. Mm-hmm. Someone who has done our job, who can lead us to continue to do that job well. Yes. And that's what we both had. We both had that in Amanda. I had mm-hmm. that in Amy. Mm-hmm. They led us they taught us yeah they taught us how to do our jobs well and that was always like that that's that's such an important thing to have in a job is to have a leader for a supervisor or a manager not a boss right right so that's just that's my hot take on jobs i agree with it Okay, so I have another one that I'll read. Um, I have not read this one yet. I just I just pulled up the article I pulled other ones from. I was an assistant to a spoiled person. Her dad wanted to take her to her dad. Oh, hold on. Let me restart. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I was an assistant to a spoiled person. Her dad wanted to take her over wanted her to take over the business. He was an insurance agent. She wanted to, quote, save kids from cancer. So my job was to call people to remind them of their monthly payments. In passing, tried to convince them to donate to the cause. I could do it. I've had worse jobs. But she would sit next to me all day, observing how I worked, telling me telling me off for not saying exactly what she wanted me to say, but not telling me what she wanted me to say. She would drone, she would drone out on her rich friends while I was trying to make the calls would get mad if I interrupted her to make a call, and at the end of the day, she would tell me tell me off for making so few calls. Also, her idea to, quote, save kids from cancer was to paint the wall of the hospital full of, quote, Disney characters. It was painted of Bugs Bunny and friends. According to her, Disney would heal kids faster. When I quit, I just blurted everything out. She was so mad when she got up, pushed my chair out, uh, out of the office into the lobby, Got in the way so I couldn't grab my purse until I told her I would call the police. She then, then she threw the purse at me, didn't let me get my office stuff like my mug, notebook, pens, even the stapler I'd brought because she didn't provide me with any office supplies. (laughs) That sounds like, um, someone didn't get their ass beat enough by mommy and daddy growing up. Yeah. And Disney will heal kids faster. Yeah. What does that even mean? I mean, I know Disney's the magical place, most magical place on earth, but I don't think that's what they mean. No. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) She's just... She's one of those kids that just want the pat on the back to say, yeah, I'd raised money to do this. Yeah. But then to react like that when she finally quits... Come on. That's, that's that's called throwing a hissy fit. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, that's throwing a tantrum. Yeah. Straight up. But you also didn't like this person's work anyway, so why are you reacting that way? Well, because now that means she's going to have to do the work. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
or see what other sorry person they can get to hire in and so they quit and then so on and so forth. Hmm. Sounds a bit familiar. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Just a little bit familiar. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, once I worked as a hairdresser at Sally's in Brighton. The owner wasn't a hairdresser, more of an entrepreneur. Anyways, we were in the car driving between salons. He, quote, he owned three, or parentheses, he owned three. And told I told him I was gay. His response was that he allowed it. I was thinking, what the fuck? You'll allow it? First of all, I'm a hairdresser. Of course I'm gay. Secondly, you'll allow it? Like, you have any fucking choice? What the fuck? Why are these people so bold? I could not imagine. I I feel like I would have been almost like forced to ask more questions. Be like, what do you mean you'll allow it? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Please explain in depth what you because, mean. Because there's a possibility that owner could have came back and said, like, he could have had dry humor and be like, no, bro, I was joking. Like, you're, that's fine. I don't, I don't care that you're gay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You do you, boo. But I'll allow it. <sighs> I don't know. That one doesn't sit right. That doesn't sit right. That's a little strange. That's so strange. That's so strange. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, bud. Sure. Could you imagine? Could you imagine you go let's say let's say we're working back at our previous job and it'd be like you going to Amanda and saying, Amanda, Jake's gonna propose to me and he <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah. Like what what does your personal life have to deal like I don't understand. <laughs> Amanda, we and I are gonna try for another baby. Alright, I'll allow it. <laughs> It's just so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. All right, I'll allow it. That's going to be my new thing now. The all right, I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll allow it. (laughs) You should do that to Jake. I'm going to. If Jake asks you to do any, like, you, if Jake says anything, you should be like, all right, I'll allow it. (laughs) He'll probably be like, what? (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) You'll have to record that shit. That'll be so funny. Oh, I'm going to have to. I've worked nine years for a real winner. Could you imagine working for a company for a decade that you absolutely hated? Mm -mm. Um, She used to sing my praises in the morning, then keep me two hours after work to tear me down until I was in tears over and over again. She would ask me to call her by her first name, then yell at me for not using her proper title and surname. (laughs) It was the epitome of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and she was an actual doctor. I fell behind on my filings, so she dictated and threatened... She dictated a threatening letter to me and made me type it and then sign it. <laughs> so she worked for a doctor, whatever type of doctor they are, for almost a decade. The epitome of Dr. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. 
Mm-hmm. So she was super sweet and kind and then complete opposite. And Lee actually used to have a coworker that was like this. That's what they literally called him as Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And then flip it on her and then made her write up her own reprimand. That's nuts. That is so, like, I feel like that's almost like psychological, like, not warfare, obviously, because it's but not that extreme. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but kind of. Like, that's like psychological abuse. Yeah, that's traumatic. That's very traumatic. Oh. It's extremely traumatic. You had to write up your own reprimand because you got behind on filing. Darn. Hey, it's Friday. You're behind on filing. Can you please come in Monday and make sure this gets done by close of business? Thank you. Mm-hmm. There's very easy ways to deal with that. Yeah. Or, hey, I notice you're behind on filing. What's going on? Everything okay? What can I do to make this tra- this task easier? Mm-hmm. Is there something happening where this is not being done? Com- this is not being completed? Is there your other tasks too much? Do I need to kind of pass off other tasks to other pay, uh, other employees so you can get this task done. What do we need to do? Conversation. Converse, people. Converse with your employees. I promise you it'll get you a yes. lot further. Converse clearly and, and fully. And fully. Of and not your yell at them. Yes. And don't yell at them like they're children. Or force them to write up their own reprimand. That's, that's, that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> I tell you right motherfucker now. If I ever had to write up my own reprimand, I'd look at that person and be like, no. Mm-hmm. I can't get reprimanded, write up my own reprimand. Right. I'm not gonna, can't get reprimanded if I'm not going to write it, right? Perfect. Not writing it. No reprimand for me. <laughs> See you Monday. Oh my god. Yikes. Just yikes. People. I just. Wow. Here we go. This one we can relate to. Okay. 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 I had a store. I had a store manager who didn't talk to you. They talked at you. Fuck that shit. Yep. He once asked me why the store wasn't right the night before. I reminded him I was off duty. He told me to shut up. And then he proceeded to tell me for 20 minutes about how even when I'm off, it's my responsibility to make sure everything is done. He lost his job a few days later when every non-manager walked out and told the district manager we would return. We wouldn't return until he was gone. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I hear that correctly? That even when you're off, it's your responsibility to make sure everything is done? You sure did. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. This is another public service announcement to all those managers out there or whatever you are. Okay? Supervisor, manager. Talk with your employee. Don't talk at them. You will get a lot more answers and get a lot further in the conversation if you speak with them. Talk mm-hmm. to them like they're a person. Talk to them like the adult they are. Because most of the time when you have employees, about 90% of the time, they're full-ass adults. I know mm-hmm. like some like, 
retail jobs, you'll have teenagers working there as a little gig for like 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 a high school side gig type thing. Mm-hmm. But still, even then, talk to them like an adult. Because even when you have like that 16, 17-year-old working for you at Kroger or Target, if you speak to them like an adult and give them the respect you would as like a 40-year-old, it's going to prepare them for the workforce out after high school slash college. Mm-hmm. Speak to them like they're an adult. Talk to them like a human. Do not speak to them like you're scolding your own child. Yep. Any of your employees. Because you're not going to get anywhere. And that's how you don't keep employees. That is why people leave jobs. is because they spoke to sideways. Don't mm-hmm. speak to your employees sideways. You, you Like, just don't. You will get absolutely nowhere talking to employees sideways. They're adults. They're human beings. They can have a conversation with you. And and about 90% of the time, they'll tell you straight up. Like if Mm -hmm. I were to come, like if someone were to come to me like, hey, you did this wrong. Where was the disconnect? Help me understand. I'd be like, oh, well, this, these are the steps I did. Where do you see me going wrong here? Yeah. Okay, yep, you missed this piece and this piece and this piece. Oh, okay. I'm I apologize. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah, because most people don't want to do their job incorrectly. And right. if they are, it's because a disconnect happens somewhere. Right. All Whether you have to new, do is ask. Right. Whether it's a new task, mm-hmm. um, improper training, mm-hmm. um, any anything. It yeah. could be anything. Like when you when you start a new job, a lot of uh, in certain situations, sometimes this training goes on the wayside. Like I know people who have worked at Target; they got like less than a week of training. Mm-hmm. You need more than that. Most jobs, you need more than a week of training. Yes. Yeah. So, if someone's doing something wrong approach them and ask like hey what can we do to make this easier because you're not doing this correctly where's the where's the disconnect mm-hmm. Where what can we do do we need to retrain do we need to add more training because we can absolutely do that no issue um do we just need to do like a quick rundown real quick or wh- mm-hmm. what do we need to do have converse just converse nobody there's not a lot of people out there who do a shit job just to do a shit job. Right. They're doing a shit job because they don't know what else to do. And they know that they know it needs to get done. So they're just trying their best. Yep. Exactly. So. Ted talk over. Ted talk over. <laughs> okay. So this is my last one. My current boss is awful. He micromanages, but worse, he micromanages, mi- micromanages us into doing stupid stuff. Like he'll come look, o- he'll come look over your shoulder and ask how your task is going. You'll say, "Well, I can do it this way, which is more efficient, cheaper, faster to implement, and easier to read." Then he'll say, "No, do it, do it the less efficient, slower, messier way that gives baby seals cancer." I exaggerate a bit, but he always chooses the worst of the two options. If you don't give him a second option, he'll make up his own, and the worse, and it's worse than whatever you could think of. I hate that. I hate when people stand over my shoulder. Right. Me too. So we're going to assign the task to my employee. 
They micromanage how they do said task. Mm-hmm. And then when they do said task, you're going to tell them that they're wrong and have them do it a longer way, stupider way, stupider, more stupid way. <laughs> Logic. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it, make, it makes total sense. You know? It makes complete sense. That's exactly how you should run a business. Yeah. Perfect business model right there. Mm-hmm. Can't go that's wrong. How a, that's how you run a company into the ground. All right, everyone. That's what we have for manager story. I know we kind of went on a tangent, and if we seem a little weird during this episode, it's because we kind of resonated with some of the stories. Um, mm-hmm. So... Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Again, um, if you have not followed us on Instagram, please do so at Two Feral Idiots Podcast. Uh, Join our group, Two Feral Idiots, on Facebook. Please email us us at twoferalidiotspodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Yes, see you next week, guys.